right, guys, we back down at the Grind Session Chicago Tour 2023. This is Mustafa from Exposure Runs. We got a new guest on the show. We have, what's your name? Ali Engen. Ali Engen. What year are you, and what's your position? I'm class 2024 point guard. Point guard. And you are with the Orangeville Prep out of Canada. Yes, sir. It's your first time in Chicago? Came long time ago, but first time on a business trip. On, on a on a business trip. I like that. That's okay. Right. You guys definitely just uh, beat the host city's team, Shy Prep. Um, they had a great game last night. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, what you guys did to – y'all won the game 54 to 43 or something like that, or 59 or 43? Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that you guys did to um, to neutralize and, and, and be able to beat Shy Prep tonight? Uh, the biggest thing was just sticking to our principles. You know, uh, in the first half, we were we were playing solid defensively. They were making some tough shots, and on the offensive end, we were we were moving the ball well, but we were just missing the easy ones. So, for us, it was just trusting that those tough shots are going to start to come out, and ours are going to start to fall. And that's what we did, and, and that's what happened. Worked out. Okay. All right. Cool. So, Ali, tell us three things about yourself that most people wouldn't know. Uh, I'm from Kingston, Ontario. It's a little uh, little city in between Toronto and Ottawa in, in Ontario, Canada. Um, I would say I have older brother who big into music, okay. big into musical theater, you know. He's passionate about him, happy for him. Okay. Uh, third thing, I would say... Uh, this is my third year here at Orangeville Prep. Last senior senior campaign, as the guy said inside. Okay, um, and how do you like it? Like, what what is it like being on the prep prep school trail, if you will? It's been good. Uh, it's been a lear- learning curve, but obviously, you know, three years in, I'm pretty used to it. We had a pretty big change uh, at our school this year. Our old head coach left. We got a new head coach, Larry Blunt, who's been really positive for us and has, you know helped pave the way and teach us the right things that we need to do to, you know, be successful and have fun. Okay. Um, do you currently have any offers? If so, how many? If not, no big deal. No offers. Okay. No. Okay. What are you looking for in a college and what are you looking for in a college coach? Uh, just somebody that's willing to, you know, push push me every day and is uh, wanting to teach teach a team structure both on offense and defense, not relying on specific guys, kind of uh, making sure it's a five-man effort at all times. And uh, I place that as good culture off the court, you know, guys that are good people, um, uh, which culture is kind of a thing that the coaches create. It's just a place with good people, good guys to be around, and, you know, guys you look forward to seeing with and practicing hard with every day. Will climate play a part in your college-making decision? Uh, no, sir. I guess the only thing I would say I forgot is place where I can continue at a good academic, good academic school. Okay, okay. It's important to okay. me and my parents. Um, who would you say currently on your team is your favorite teammate and why? Oh man, I love all my teammates. I'm of not, course, I can't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't go pick one. I would say uh, everybody. Everybody's unique in their own way, and I would say I respect everybody for who they are. Okay. Um, you said y'all just got a new head coach after switching over from a, your previous head coach. Uh, tell us a little bit about your current head coach and what, you know, some of his principles and some of the things that you really like about him. Uh, yeah, so Coach Larry Blunt, he uh, he actually was 
here at Orangeville Prep many years ago when oh. Jamal Murray was there. Okay, he, okay. He was a part of those teams that have, I don't, I want to say six, seven NBA guys. He was there for for those teams. Okay. And he so he's seen he's seen what it takes and he knows what it takes and he's uh, since he left before he came back he's been at multiple Division one schools Oklahoma State Drake he's he's been all over and um, he's kind of just brought back all the little things like a lot of times I say he has a saying for everything mm -hmm. like just because he's he's been around and he's so knowledgeable he knows every little detail that he he's putting into us and it's always it's always team it's never individualistic it's always team always having your guys back and moving the bar offensively, things like that. Okay. Um, what would you say are your strengths and what would you say is something that you need to work on? I would say my strengths are being able to run the team, kind of control the pace, not get sped up, be able to get us into sets, get guys into the right place. And I'm a, in terms of scoring the ball, I'm a downhill player. I like to play downhill at the mid-range. And I would say uh, defensively, pretty solid on the ball uh, in terms of what places to improve I think off the ball defensively I gotta get better okay. staying engaged at all times and my three ball has come a long way over the summer it was the big point emphasis this summer but it's still the, the biggest key for me to improve okay um, why should a coach recruit you uh, what would you bring to a program uh, I just think a hard-working kid who's willing to do the right things um, is always open to coaching and just a good person to be around. Okay. Um, last two things. Um, first, um, I'd like to know what you think, not so much what you think, but talk to us a little bit about, I heard you mention, like, you know, academically it's important to you, your mother, and your father. Talk a little bit about your family and what they mean to you and, how, you know, how, how have they supported you throughout this prep school journey? I mean, my, my parents are incredible. They've always been, you know, supportive of whatever whatever path I want to take. Um, you know, they're they're on me to make sure I'm focused in the classroom. But ever since I've been young, they've kind of made sure that they instill the right morals to where I can have freedom because they trust me and they, they, they know that I'll, I'll do the right thing. And uh, both of them are very high academic people. You know, it's, it's just... It's instilled in them, so it's obviously going to bleed over into me and my brother. And so it's kind of, it's always been that way, but I would say having them around as support has made world a difference. Like, I can't thank them enough. Um, as far as the prep school and, you know, the argument between prep school, I, w I shouldn't say argument, but the conversation between prep school and a traditional school, what would you say is the biggest asset to being a part of the prep school um, culture? I would just say it, you, you kind of get to live a, a college lifestyle on the daily, you know, like especially in my experience, have two coaches who have been around Division One all, all their life. They, they, they see what the daily, the daily life is like and have been able to kind of structure our days that way. So we, uh, I think that's the biggest thing is that puts you into kind of that daily life. You get used to it. Okay. Um, and as far as the grind session go, can you talk a little bit about the exposure um, and the opportunities that the grind session um, league has provided Orangeville Prep and the other prep schools that are part of the league? I mean, it's it's great. You know, we get to play against a lot of the best teams in the world, and I feel um, I think a big part of it too is location. We end up in locations that have a lot of big names around. Mm -hmm. Like I remember last year we were in New York and we were around Syracuse and places like that. Okay. And uh, I think the grind session just has a lot of good people that attracts other good people around so I think 
that's a big, big thing. All right, shout out to the ground session for that. Last thing before you go, um, I'd like to. I'd like you to give yourself a future message. When you look back on this uh, at some point, maybe it'll be floating around the internet 5, 10, 15 years from now, uh, what messages do you want to give to your future self? Uh, just stay the course, you know. Whenever it gets tough, just, you know, you got a great sports support system behind you, so just stay the course. Make sure you stay happy through it all, and it'll be good. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Good luck with everything. Appreciate you um, we'll be looking for you in the, in, in, in the league someday. Thank you. Appreciate All right, it. Take care. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we, we are back with another installation of Exposure Runs, the podcast. We still down here at the Grass Session 2023 Chicago Tour. Next up on the podcast, we have 6-6 Richmond Commit Senior Jalen Robinson. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Welcome to the show, sir. Tell us three things about you that most people don't know. Uh, I mean, what I like to do off the court is fish, you know? Okay. Take photos. Okay. And I guess shop. Shop? Yeah. That's very interesting coming from, a, 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 like, a teenager. <laughs> well, a young man. Um, When you say shop, sneakers, clothes, jewelry, like, what do you like to shop? Sneakers. What's your favorite sneaker? Uh, basketball-wise. Basketball and just... Overall, uh, overall, like Jordans, like fours, the fours, yeah, okay, and then basketball is exhibit A's, Adidas. Are they comfortable? Yeah, not comfortable. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, last night you guys uh played, had a good game. Um, tell us a little bit about um the game so far, what you think of Chicago overall, like you know, just t- talk a little bit about that. I think we played pretty good yesterday, um, but Chicago, it's cold, not used to it. From Florida, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay, okay. Uh, we mentioned that you are recently committed to Richmond. Why Richmond? It felt more like home to me. You know, uh, coaching staff's good. Great environment too. Tell us a little bit about your playing style. Um, you know, I can attack basket. You know, finish at the rim, op- uh, hit open shots. You know, great passer, dribble it, everything. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about. Talk a little bit about your coach from Damien. What, what what is he like? Oh, he's a great guy. He wants to see us succeed and everything, you know. He does it like he really wants to help us out. That's really what I like about him. Okay. Uh, what would you say some of your strengths are and what are some things that you will need to work on as you approach the next level? Uh, still developing my shot, you know. And then my strengths are like attacking basket, finishing over people, everything. Uh, why do you think Richmond recruited you? What, what do you think they saw in you as a, as a player overall, as a student athlete? My passing skills. I mean, I played on the 3SSB circuit, and they saw I could pass it very uh, very well. Okay. So, yeah. Out of all of your teammates, who would you say is your favorite? Uh, Elijah Duval. Why? He can attack the basket, and, like, he's quick. So, like, he attacks it and looks over the rim, their lob and stuff. Good okay. passer. So that's an on-the-court favorite. Do you have a, a favorite off the court? Babatunde from Canada. Why? He's just a funny guy, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, talk a little bit about your family and uh, what they mean to you and your prep hoops, uh, uh, your prep hoops journey um, throughout. Uh, I got a good family now. They support me throughout this whole journey and stuff. And what was the second question? Um, just you know, just kind of how they support you throughout the journey, which you actually answered. Um, as far as the uh, league, the grind session, um, can you talk a little bit about the exposure they are the, that they are providing the athletes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
them being able to stream every game, you know, like college coaches can watch it, and then you can get exposure from that. And then the competition's like crazy, you know, play against good guys every time. So that's okay. very good. Okay. Uh, my last, uh, it's not so much a question as it is just a kind of a statement. Can you um, just give yourself a, a, a just a nice little uh, message for your future, like when you look back on this uh, video at some point? Uh, continue to be you. You're going to be great. And that's it. Okay. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, guys, welcome to the latest installation of Exposure Runs, the podcast. We still down here at the Grind Session Chicago Tour 2023. Um, our next guest we have from Bella Vista Prep, uh, we have Mr. Jaden Williams. That's the correct way you spell your name? I mean, yes, pronounce sir. your name? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Jaden, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what year are you? Uh, what's your position? And where you are from? I'm a class of 2024. I'm a forward slash center, and I'm from uh, Chicago. All right, so you're originally from Chicago. What part of Chicago? Uh, South Side. South Side. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, how old were you when you moved from Chicago down to Florida? Uh, I was like five or six. Do you remember anything about Chicago when you were living here? Uh, not too much. I remember a little bit though. Okay, you still got family member here? Yeah, I got a lot of family here. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, tell us two things about yourself that most people don't know. Um, I'm a real chill and relaxed guy off the court. Uh, I like playing uh, 2K. I like eating food, too. What's your favorite food? Uh, lemon pepper wings. Can you cook? I can cook a little bit. What's your, what's your, what's your dish you cook the best? Mm, spaghetti. Spaghetti? Yeah. You got any special? You put sugar in your spaghetti? Nah. All right. All right. That's a, that's a, that's a cardinal sin, by the way. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Um, do you have any offers? And if so, how many? Uh, I got a couple. I got San Jose. Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State, Xavier. Okay, okay. Um, what are you looking for in a college, and what are you looking for in a college coach? Uh, in a college, more of an educational, just so I want to get my degree in uh, business. Okay. I want to study business and stuff, so that's most important. And then in the college, is filling out home, just making sure I'm good with the coach, staff, and the players. It will the climate of that city play a part in your decision-making process? No, nah, not really. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, describe your style of play. Uh, I can post up. I can drive to the basket. I can shoot a little bit. I can do a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, describe your coach. What, what type of person? What's his name? And uh, give a little description of him. Uh, my coach, uh, Tony Miller. He's okay. a great guy. Okay. Uh, he's been preparing me since I got uh, to Bella Vista to come out here and work and just be the best I can be. Can you talk a little bit about the prep school um, as it relates to the differentiation between prep and the traditional high school s setting? Uh, prep school is a lot different from high school. You got less, less kids in your class, and you're just like the teachers are more predatory than the people that's in the class. Mm -hmm. Like It's only like maybe like 10 people in the class. It's not okay. that many, so just the teachers are there to help you and just have the best interest in you. Can you talk a little bit about what people may not understand the pros um, to prep school over a traditional high school as it relates to an athlete who's, you know, trying to uh, develop their way to the next level, whatever that next level may be. I got you. Prep school, you know, you got your classes, but you're going to be in the gym a lot too. In high school, you, you dare from like 7 to like 4, and then you have practice for like 2 hours, and they can't go at, uh, over those 2 hours because right. of like school regulations and stuff. So in prep school, you just in the gym a lot. You're going to get better. You should be good. Do you find that, or not do you find, have you at any point 
missed that traditional high school setting? Uh, I missed it a little bit, but knowing that I have a certain goal to get to the NBA and just be the best I can be, that's the main thing for me. Okay, okay. Um, what would you say are your strengths, and what would you say you would like to work on uh, as you project your way to the next level? Uh, my strengths, uh, posting up, getting to the rim, and uh, I'm a good passer, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm a good passer. People sleep on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my weaknesses or things I need to work on, probably just shooting the ball more consistently and uh, ball handling. Okay. Um, why should a coach recruit you? Um, I, you said you had uh, a couple couple high major Division One offers. Uh, why should coaches and other coaches recruit you, and what do you what would you bring to their program? Uh, I'm a great player on and off the court. I'm being encouraging no matter what it is. Even if I'm on the bench, I'm always be up happy for my teammates and just I'm always work. Okay. Um, who's your favorite teammate? On and off the court. On the court. Ah. On the court. Probably uh Jacoby. Okay. Why? Uh he's just he brings a lot of energy to us. Like, okay. When we're down, he's gonna bring energy, he's gonna come in the game and give us a lot of energy. Okay. And what about off the court? Like when you hanging out, chilling, playing two K, who who would you say your favorite teammate is? Off the court, probably uh Marcus Wilson. Okay, why is that? Uh, he's my roommate, so we, we get along. Say less. Yeah. Say less. Okay, okay. Um Talk about your family and what they mean to you. I'm, is this your family standing up here over to the right here? It's my mom. Okay. My cousin. Okay. Talk about your family and what they mean to you, what your mom means to you, just the support system that you have. Uh, my support system is very good. I got my mom and my sister and uh, my grandmas and uncles and stuff. It's pretty good. I love my family, and it's a big thing for me. Okay. Um, my last thing I want to ask you is um, in about 5, 10, 15 years down the line, this video, if there is still an internet because, you know, we're – Moving quite fast in this in this century, yeah. um, you see this video. Give yourself a future message. What you want to say to yourself? Uh, don't give up on your dream. Just keep working, and you got to go to get to. So just work to it. Okay. Appreciate you stopping by the podcast. Very nice to meet no you. Thank you very much. Good nice luck with everything. Yeah. All right, guys. We back with another installation of Exposure Rounds the podcast. Uh, we still down here at the Grind Session 2023 Chicago Tour. We have the uh, CEO, HNIC. I won't tell you what those acronyms stand for. If you don't know, you should know. Actually, the real HNIC is over there in the cut, but we're going to let him pretend like he is. Um, head coach of Shy Pratt, Marcus Spencer. How you doing, brother? Good, man. I'm great. Uh, I definitely want to make sure we – I know you've been ripping and running and, you know, being the coach and being the organizer and being the provider of uh, apparel and snacks and pizza man and – You've been wearing every hat I can think, husband and father and mentor and big brother. Like, I can, the acronyms go on and on. Uh, but I definitely want to say thank you real quick for allowing us in, the, in your space and um, just, you know, giving us another avenue of, of, of getting our platform out there. So thank you for that. Man, um, no the problem. Breakfast this morning was was off the hook, man. I really appreciate that. Man, no, no doubt. I'm glad we glad you were there. Definitely. Um, real quick, um, you guys just took a a pretty hard loss to our Orangeville Prep. Talk a little bit about that game and uh, what you think went wrong with the team. It's a little frustrating. I think um, the guys were coming off a high yesterday of beating West Oaks, mm-hmm. one, which is one of the top five grind session teams um, in our league. Um, we fought hard yesterday. And I just think our energy may have been a little bit low. Okay. Um, Orangeville Prep is no pushover. They're a really good school. Jamal Murray, who plays for the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. NBA champion, went there. Um, they have a couple of other NBA pros that went there, and I, I know that those kids really work hard. So I just think that was, that was our energy. We put so much in the West Oaks last night. Um, we did. I mean, we came out with the W. 
Um, guys play well. I just look at it from an energy perspective. Okay. What was the message to the team at halftime, and what was the message to the team um, after the game ended as it relates to that loss? Just the hard work aspect. We talked about this morning um, in the breakfast, but um, I look at it about just being being constant, you know, accepting success. Um, I think it was success to beat a team like West Oaks. So now we're one and one in the grind session. But um, the thing was for us, the message was not to get complacent, you know. Um, strap your shoes on, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and get ready for work on Monday. Um, we're going to go right back at it, work on some things that we were deficient in defensively, um, work on some shots, and work on some conditioning. Um, you know, I think um, conditioning had a big part of it. Guys, you know, I preach nutrition and, and sleep. Yeah. And I think that kind of showed last night. I think the guys were up a little late. I mean, we had a late game last night. Um, and I, I didn't get home to about 12, 31 o'clock. Same, yeah. same. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Right. Um, everyone now, particularly in the grind session with some of the other teams, obviously when other teams are scouting um, Shy Prep, they know Tristan, they know Mike, they know Jaden. Um, you guys just picked up two other players. Can you talk a little bit about how you need, expect, and want some of these other players to kind of like step up into that limelight as it relates to as teams are starting to key in on those three guys? Yeah, so I'll start with Jaden. Jaden has played with a couple of four and five stars in Kentucky. So he's coming up here. So he used to playing with high-level kids. He played with the fire this past summer along with Mike and Tristan. But Mike and Tristan has been here a year. They know what my expectations are. They know I'm not easily pleased. They know I don't like laziness. Mm -hmm. And they know what to expect. Um, some of the other kids are from local high schools, and they're getting used to some of the things that we're implementing, some of the defensive schemes, um, some of the teaching, some of the offense. So a lot of stuff is new to them. But, you know, we're in it to make sure that we're educating kids about basketball. And, you know, we're still trying to, we're still trying to tread that fine line of them having fun with it, you know? Right. I think so much of it, you could put so much stress on kids where they don't, you know, the fun can be taken out of it. I, absolutely. So I'm a hard coach, but in a locker room, you know, I crack a lot of jokes, you know, I make a lot of elephant in the room jokes. Okay. You know, bad turnovers, we'll talk about it, and I'll just laugh about it and get them to laugh about it because I don't want them going home stressing about a turnover that, I mean, it's a game. Right, play the pivotal part, yeah, but like don't a, be, yeah, it's yeah. Basketball is just a game, we're supposed to have fun, so. That's that's one of the things I, I try to keep consistent with with them. This morning you had a very fantastic uh, panel of individuals at the breakfast um, of champions over at um, UIC. Can you talk a little bit about that panel and what do you hope that the players um, got out of the information that was provided to them? So the first thing I want to say is, like I talked about the panel, it was it's about a village, right? Right. You were there. Of course, Pip was there, uh, Dr. David Rowney, who's a robotic surgeon, Senator Lakeisha Collins, had UIC Chance Program there, um, Shanna Cecil, who is a, uh, a capital management company with her, um, Benrion um, Capital. So I literally just asked those people if they would just participate and just help out. So mm -hmm. they showed up and showed out, and I had each one of them share a story, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I think their stories resonated with the particular kids. Um, and another thing we talked about, entrepreneurship, investing, mm -hmm. and things of sort. So my dream is that we have more um, black and brown kids that realize their position in society as athletes. Mm -hmm. And they don't take their money and just waste it on a bunch of what I call wasteful things. Mm -hmm. you know? I don't want, I'm not necessarily saying being 
be cheap or be frugal, but be smart mm-hmm. with the investing. So that was part of um, that was the biggest part of having that breakfast um, for the kids, and you know, to get them an opportunity to meet some people who actually play basketball, um, and that's why I had the title of Breakfast with Champions mm-hmm. because. You know, Lakeisha Collins, you heard her story, champion. Mm-hmm. Of course, Pip, champion. Mm-hmm. You got David Rowney, you know, we talk about his story, mm-hmm. champion. So, you know, those people who have championed life and they're successful and they're still pitching in, helping the community, doing stuff for, for black and browns um, people. And I just think um, that's what we're all about. We're about the village. Same thing you're doing. You're about the village, you know. You're going out. You're trying to put kids on a platform where coaches may not know who they are. So, you know, we're all in the same circle for a reason. Um, you mentioned, um, you know, Scotty Pippen as, you know, being one of your closest friends. Um, can you talk a little bit about what his involvement as well as what he means to um, Shop Prep? Yeah, Scotty is big on the mental health education aspect with the kids. Um, a lot of people may not know that. And one of the things that he consistently reiterates is he wants the kids to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that we want these kids to get college scholarships, but he's implementing himself in the fact that he wants to use his his celebrity, his power to help implement the fun aspect of basketball and do it from a high school perspective. You know, he had um, one son who played at Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. and he has a son now who plays at Sierra Canyon who is getting recruited. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Pip's thing is he really wants kids to have fun and understand that basketball is a team sport. Mm-hmm. You know, individual accolades mean some things, but nothing's more valuable than the team aspect mm-hmm. of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned, as it relates to the panel today, one of the things that, that was kind of like the theme of the panel was just that uh, financial literacy and understanding uh, what type of things is um, Shy Prep providing their students as it relates specifically to that? So one of the things that we do is we try to reach out to financial corporations um, and get them to work with us to instill and teach kids about the banking industry, teaching them about you know uh, real estate, teaching them about credit and things of that sort. So Banrion Capital is one of the companies that has assigned um, – a particular, I want to say, educator or volunteer mm-hmm. to teach our kids about the investment aspect of of of, of money. You know, like um, Dr. Rowney said, money is a taboo issue in a lot of black and brown houses. Mm-hmm. People don't like to talk about money. They don't like to talk about how much money they make. They don't want to talk about money they lost mm-hmm. or how much money they invest. Mm-hmm. It's just taboo. So um, I think we want kids to understand that your life journey a lot of it, unfortunately, is defined by how much money you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, Your social status as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. the thing is, we get them to understand and be comfortable with talking about money and get comfortable, you know, sitting around in a room of millionaires. Like, so what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, how can I do that? So it's so many of our kids are scared to ask questions because they put titles on these people like, oh, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. He's a millionaire. He don't want to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. But... The real thing is those people are actually open books. Like Dr. Dr. Rowney said, call me. He don't give his email address out, right. but give his email address. Right. And if you call him, he's going to work with you and hold you accountable to what you're asking him. And, you know, David's a real dude, mm-hmm. a real dude. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's done pretty well in life. 
Um, just can you just now tell us a little bit about um, the grind session, their league, um, the people that they have working, for, um, you know, for them, like what type of access, what type of exposure um, does the grind session provide? Not just shy prep, but all of the prep schools that's under um, their uh, governing body, if you will, of their league. So they are very, very um, adamant about putting kids on this platform. They've had over 25, I want to say 2,500 in 10 years, about 2,500 Division I basketball players. Mm, that's right? impressive. I think they have about 60 or 70 current NBA players. Mm. So people don't know. I think last year they had 10 first-round picks that played in the grind session. The year before, they had 11. Wow. So that's what they, you know, they're, they, they have a partnership with their media company, Tanager Sports, and they're about building relationships with other media companies like watch um, Stadium Sports with Cameron mm-hmm, Smith is mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of. Um, they're adamant about, you know, building that relationship. Um, they're adamant about building a relationship with Ballers Life, mm-hmm. a relationship with FIBA, where FIBA's promoting us as the best high school circuit in the world. So, you know, anytime you have a high school kids that are able to play international competition, it's awesome. You know, we got three Canadian teams here. Right. So, I mean, you see what they have. They got... Is seven one. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you get to see where you are relative to the con- to the to the world, mm-hmm. and you know what your status is if you're talking about playing professional basketball. So that's what it does. It's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, as we are growing our platform, you've been a huge supporter. Of, I mean, since I've started, you've been a huge supporter of our platform. Can you just kind of talk a little bit about that, like what we're building here, at exposure runs, and uh, where you hope to see us at some point um, in the future? Yeah, so I, I, I like what you're doing, and immediately when we had this grind session event here in Chicago, my thing is how can I help everybody in my village, right? How can I look out? And you and I, you just happened to call me, and I was like, wait a minute. You need to do this podcast thing because one of the things my cousin and I talked about was when we hit these road trips, we go to Canada, we go to California, we're in Phoenix, we're in Florida. I have access to these kids, you know, direct access. So. You know, some of these kids, like Accelerator Prep, pretty much, in my opinion, had three pros. They mm-hmm. got, um, they had um, 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 Jop, um, Diop, who was at, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. he's at Colorado now. Um, you had Bayfall, mm-hmm. and we had Darius Sutton. Right. Right? So right. those three played together last year oh, wow. on one team. Wow. So you got access to those kids, and those kids love talking with, with, with other coaches. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you know, they're well-rounded. And they're not scared to have conversations. Mm-hmm. So platforms like you, my thought was, okay, I can't do this on the road because I'm way too busy. But, hey, we got them here in Chicago. Interview them. Get to know what they like. Talk to them. See what their thought process is. Where, where do they want to go in life? Mm-hmm. Some of them may not want to play professional basketball, mm-hmm. even though we view them as pros. Mm-hmm. You might have some who's like, you know, I want to be a rocket scientist mm-hmm. or something. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these kids have high GPAs. That's what Very people, high. Yeah, that's what Very people high. fail to realize about them. So. We talked to um, the young man we just talked to, um, Oliver. We talked to a young man named Jaden last night from, um, I forget the team he was on, but both of them academically, even Jaden was just kind of speaking about like academically, academics rather, uh, is playing a huge part in their decision making and what schools they're looking at. And he actually committed to Richmond. And one of the uh, reasons why he committed to Richmond, he said, was because of the academics. I can believe it. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know, a lot of these kids are going to school with. 3.5 to 4.0 GPAs, you know. Some of them got 4.2s, you know. They're taking dual credit classes, getting, mm-hmm. you know, getting uh, honors credit and mm-hmm. things of sort. So 
you know, a lot of these kids are doing very well. It's not a traditional um, prep school platform. You know, we're, every school has to be scholastic. Um, you have to be affiliated with a school or have, be a school yourself. So it's not like, you know, a bunch of quote-unquote slow kids are playing prep Bass, school. Bat, yeah, 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 it's yeah, not that. Yeah. It's not Because I think a lot of people get that. We talked about that on our episode uh, when you was on the podcast a few uh, weeks back, um, that a lot of people have the misconception of prep school just being – uh, a bunch of basketball players that are, you know, the curriculum that is being used uh, under each school is just like, oh, they just they just on the computer and they just, you know, they're not doing any work and they're not, you know, following no instruction and blah yeah. blah blah blah. They have that misconception of that. So I'm I'm glad you actually brought that up. So um, I definitely want to thank you for um, stopping by. I know you've been real busy. I mean, I've took up about 15 minutes of your time where you could be doing something. It's else. all good. We in the village, baby. Yeah, That's I how we're gonna do that. it. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you.